I'm your host, Kimberly Bryant, and this podcast is a ministry of Journey Up Ministries. Our heart is to equip your family for real and authentic relationship. Ladies, today we're going to be talking about the power of loving motherhood. Yes, you heard that right. Loving motherhood. I don't know about you, but there are many days when loving motherhood would not, loving would not be the word that I would describe motherhood. I, I could describe motherhood, um, here's a couple of, of ways. One would be like, have you ever gotten on a horse and you know, you're, you're learning how to like, how to, to bridle it, how to, how to use, how to direct it and guide it to where you want it to go. And you're just learning. And before you know it, it's taking off. I mean, it's galloping along and you're trying to remember, I mean, do I pull back? Do I pull to the side? What do I do? I mean, it's just racing ahead of you and you're just trying so hard to hang on and direct and, and control this horse. That is much like motherhood for me. Many days I can wake up and it just feels like from the get-go, the horse is off running and I am just running behind it, trying to gather all my, my motherhood, um, Mary Poppins tricks and, um, you know, any kind of way to control our home. And that is much the way motherhood can be for us. It can be overwhelming. It can be tiring. It's exhausting. It's never ending. In fact, I had intentions of doing several podcasts this week, but we had sickness in our home that hindered me. And there was many times I thought, oh, I don't even want to go to bed. I'm scared about who might wake up in the night sick um, or just, just tired and overwhelmed. I need a nap. That is motherhood. I want to offer to you something. How many of you love motherhood? One of my favorite author, speaker, writer, um, uh, she has a ministry called Above Rubies. Her name is Nancy Campbell. And I, she has a quote that I just love. And she says, most mothers love their children, but very few love motherhood. I was thinking about loving motherhood as I was pondering what I was going to say. And I was, I was really kind of likening it in my mind to labor. I mean, who really loves labor? I know there's some women that have like amazing labors and it can actually even be just, um, now I'm not talking about like the joyful experience of holding your baby. I mean, we all know that makes labor worth it. But who, I mean, what, who would choose to go through labor if they weren't going to have a child, if they weren't going to have a baby? You know, would you sign up? Like, please, I really want to go through labor. Um, it's just a really fun thing. No, most of us would say, that is hard. It is a huge sacrifice, but it is worth it for an eternal soul. If it, it is worth it for that little blessing. It is, it is momentary pain for a lifetime, an eternal soul forever now. No matter what happens, whether there's life or death, as, as we all will face one day, there is an eternal soul that will forever live as you labor for that baby. That's a lot like embracing motherhood. It's not necessarily this very um, fun, like, oh, I just really want to be up all night with a puking child. Or, you know, I just, I really just love, uh, you know, making meals and just having endless dishes and laundry. And we can go on and on about the hardships of motherhood. 
But I, I offer to you that if you embrace the pain of motherhood, if you let God use motherhood to grow your character, it, it, it will result in the most beautiful blessing, much like that of birthing a child. Why is it so important that we, that we love motherhood? Why is it so important that we love our children? If we're looking at Titus 2, one of the things, um, and we're going to get to some other topics there in Titus 2, but one of the things that we're talking about today is loving our children. So why is that so important? I truly believe, as I have been mothering for 27 years now, that 95% or more of mothering begins with me. You see, for a season, I thought I had, I was under the illusion that I had more control than I had. I thought, you know, if I did certain things right, if I avoided certain wrong things, if, if I um, was a, a really good parent and just parented right, that there would just be certain hardships in life that we could avoid, avoid, that my children could avoid. And I'm here to tell you, make no mistake, every single one of our children will grow up and they will begin their own journey. They, I believe that Satan will use something in their life. It, it can be a hurt. It can be an accident. It can be an illness. It can be um, a breakup of a relationship. But God, but Satan will use something to say, see, you can't trust God. He's not trustworthy, just like he did with Adam and Eve. And so your child will sit at a crossroads. Satan wants to take out your child. And he is doing everything to use you, even in their childhood. But we do not have control over their salvation. We don't have control over this important decision, this, this, um, as they grow up and as they face hard things in their life. We don't have control over what our adult children, how they will grow, what they will do. But here's what we do have control over. If we go back to Titus 2, we can see we have control over how we spend our time. Are we busy at home? Are we busy loving on our children? We, we have control over the words that they will remember, the actions that they see us do. Was it kind and pure in our home? Do they see us having self-control? And how do they see how we love and honor their daddy? We don't have control over how our children um, will, what decision they will make when they begin their journey. But we do have control over what we appeal, what we model to them. And it is life-changing. It is absolutely life-changing. When we value motherhood, and we use our, our heart, when we get our heart set right on being busy about the things at home, adding to our heart kindness and purity and self-control, when we go through really hard things, what are they going to remember? What are they going to see modeled? Because I can guarantee you it is making a huge impact on your child. In fact, I offer to you that the power of loving motherhood is one of the greatest influences on your child that it, ever. Like it, it, you, they could be in school, they could have friends, they can have um, uh, 
church and youth group. They can have activities and things happen. They can have hurts happening. So many things can happen. And yes, those are going to be impactful and life-changing. But we as mothers have a huge impact. We have um, perhaps the greatest impact on our child. Do they know how much we love them? We, we're going to be talking in further podcasts about what does that look like? Because loving them might not, might not look like it seems. It might not just, sometimes we think loving them means, okay, give them what they want or um, just, you know, being encouraging all the time. Doing, I mean, what motherhood is, is always pointing them back to Christ. Ladies, mothers, as we love motherhood, we are valuing what is eternal. There are very few that I know that are like, man, I just want to um, just embrace the hardships of motherhood, not without embracing the pain. But when we embrace the pain, our heart actually grows to love even the painful parts. I can attest to that. When I was up nursing a baby, um, as I had baby number, you know, eight, nine and 10, 11 and 12 I know that's a large number. I can tell you, I mean, it, it, my early babies, it was like, oh, just go to sleep, baby. I'm so tired. But those latter babies, I knew I was holding a moment in history. I had a moment to cherish. Yes, I was up in the night nursing and changing diapers when they were newborns. But that delayed gratification, I was affecting and impacting and modeling and loving the heart of a child. When you love motherhood, you are absolutely changing the world. There's several reasons why we need to love motherhood. Number one, it's biblical. God calls us to obey. He calls us to love our children. He calls us to train our children. He calls us to disciple them as like Deuteronomy 6 says, as we go along our day, as, we, as we're um, doing dishes, as we're doing laundry, every single aspect of motherhood, the beautiful, mundane, everyday things in life are having an eternal life impact on your child. They are seeing what does it mean to be faithful? What does it mean to obey God? What does it mean to be joyful as you persevere? What does it mean to fall on your knees and pray before our Lord? All of these things are, are, that has to do with our heart. You see, 95% of mothering begins with me. When I remember that, when that horse is, when I wake up and the kids are off and running and I'm trying to get my day turned around and I'm being reactive instead of proactive, when I remember, no, 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 this is my heart. Is my heart turned to my children? Malachi um, 4, 6, um, the very last verse in the Old Testament before the New Testament talks, it says he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of their children to their fathers, or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. I know sometimes we wonder, well, what does that mean? You know, I think we can look pretty clearly when we have fathers that are abandoning their children, when we are fathers that are more set about making money than they are discipling their families and their children, it's having an impact. It's having an impact on society. It's having an impact on our marriages. I remember um, well back, I think I was maybe pregnant with uh, number four, 
And my husband was working a full-time job. It was a 40 hour, or I'm sorry, a 40 minute commute each way, plus, you know, a, a long day. So it was often 10 hours a day we didn't see him. And he would come home and just say, oh, I long to be with you guys. I miss you guys. My heart is at home. I'm working to provide, but oh, my heart is at home. And I have to tell you, I was on the other end. I was at home with a lot of little ones. I think I had um, maybe like a six and a three and a two-year-old or, or maybe uh, seven. <laughs> well, actually, I was probably homeschooling at that point. So I'm, I probably was looking more at an eight, five and a four-year-old and I was pregnant. And I remember wondering, wow, I'm home with my children all day. I'm home with them making meals. I'm taking them to the library. But is my heart turned to my children? Because if I was incredibly honest at that season in my life, I, I wasn't. I mean, I was trying to go to the bathroom and stay in there just to get a break. I was trying to read books to escape. I mean, sometimes I would read a book all day. My house would be thrashed because I was in reading a, you know, Christian, a Christian book maybe, but one I was really enjoying. But my heart was not turned to my children. And I would ask God, God, help me to see that this momentary, exhausting season in life will have an impact that my heart would be turned, that I would want to be here, that I would see the power of motherhood and I would embrace that pain for an eternal mission. Yes, when we love motherhood, we're not obeying, we're not only obeying, but we are also, we're on an eternal mission. I mean, if I were to tell you, ladies, we're going to pick five of you to go up and, and um, walk on Mars or, or um, you know, find a whole new uh, species under the sea. I mean, if we, we could be on an amazing mission and those would be awesome. But nothing is as life-changing in our role if we are a mother as the power of loving our children, loving motherhood. When we love our children and our hearts are free, when we're asking the Lord, Lord, please help me to love my children. Help me to embrace. They're all fighting right now. They're squabbling. They're, you know, I don't know quite what to do to, to stop this. Um, how do I get this horse turned around? How do I turn proactive? But when we ask the Lord, Lord, help me to love motherhood in this moment, our hearts are free to relationally connect with our children and care for their little hearts. We can then slow down and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you loving your sister right now? Are you loving your brother? And we are impacting hearts for God's glory. Not only are we impacting their little heart, but we're impacting their future generations. When we model and train, here's how to love on your children. Here's how to train. Here's how I'm going to train you. Here's how I want to teach you to be tender and listen to the Lord to obey him, to obey mommy and daddy. You are modeling to them for generations how to love and train their children. And even more than that, you are also training their little hearts to love others. That is the whole goal in life. The goal in life is that we would be so open to God doing a work in our life that we can use that what, everything he's taught us to love on others. When we model that to our children, 
It is life-changing. So ladies, as I get ready to close out, I just want to share with you, I just want to share with you just what you can expect if you begin these younger years and pour into your children, loving motherhood, embracing the hard things, embracing the hidden things, when you are content with your role as mother, content with loving motherhood, you never know what you may build. Yes, much like blocks. If I were to get blocks out and build something with my little toddlers and before long we would see, could we build a foundation? Could we build a house? If we don't have a good foundation, you all know where this is going. It topples over. But with a good foundation, we can build a house. Someday, your building will be revealed. It's not being revealed to bring shame or condemnation. God is always ready to do a work of redeeming and restoring. But if we work hard at building these younger years to love and embrace the hard, the mundane, the fighting, the tireless ending, the colds, the sickness, the cuddles, the crying, hearing their heart, is we do that and we embrace that and we love motherhood. We say, you know, this is hard, but there is nothing more eternal that I could be doing right now than loving on these children. Your building will be revealed. I've seen in my own life that these children have grown up. They do grow up and they have become some of my greatest encouragers. I mean, days when I am down, I am shocked that my grown children are now turning around and encouraging me. They're saying, Mom, remember when you taught me this? Mom, God has a plan. Don't give up hope. Mom, I've seen in your life, God in your life, and now I see him working in my life. And I will tell you, there is no greater joy than when your children walk with the Lord. So I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that that there is, it's not the only thing we're doing. We're not only loving motherhood. We're not only loving our children. There's many things we're going to be talking about. We can do other things. We need to have coffee date with friends. We need to be about, you know, hobbies that we enjoy. We need to make sure that we're keeping our hearts fresh. But the very most vital thing that we can do for our children is to love them, to to embrace the power of loving motherhood. This is life changing. This is your greatest joy. This will bring glory to the Lord. I pray that you've been encouraged. We're going to be coming back. Come, come, we're going to be talking in further podcasts, other ways that we can embrace the hard things in life to be restored, to have motherhood restored. For this is life changing. Our goal is that our hearts and our homes would be so unleashed that we would do it so well in our home, not not perfection, but heart connection, that we can reach a world in need for God's glory. Thank you for joining me today. 